1: Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby, And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... More vampires. Yes. I've got two more vampire stories. Now, I know I said on the main episode that we were going to do some more ancient vampire stories. But I've changed my mind. Because the ones that I researched, they all sound really similar. You know, so the vampire sort of killing was really similar back in the day, so I've gone for two newer stories. Okay? Yeah. Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. Two nights ago, I found myself at a party with my friends. I was feeling out of place and bored since I had to avoid alcohol due to my stomach issues. Still, I tried to have some fun and mingle with the crowd. But I was glad when we decided to leave early and head to a friend's house to relax. We were chilling on the couch, listening to music and chatting. When I heard the door open and more people came in, they were friends of my friends and they seemed nice enough, but I didn't know them very well. Time flew by, and it was almost 4am before I knew it I was getting sleepy and anxious to go home but I had a problem I couldn't drive myself since I'd lost my licence after a car accident a few years ago luckily some of the newcomers offered to give me a lift in their car which was parked outside I gratefully accepted and followed them to the door as we stepped out I saw a group of men standing near the car, some looking drunk and rowdy. I felt a surge of unease and I hoped they wouldn't cause any trouble. I walked around the car to the back seat, waiting for the owner to unlock the door. But before he could do that, one of the men from the group approached him and said something in his ear. He nodded and turned to me, stating he had to go back inside for a minute because someone needed him he didn't explain who or why and didn't seem too concerned he left me standing by the car feeling confused and and a little bit abandoned I waited a few seconds then went inside to see what was happening maybe he'd changed his mind about taking me home or perhaps he'd forgotten about me I returned to the house looking for him but I couldn't find him anywhere. I said goodbye to some people I knew while wondering how I would get home since no public transport was running at that hour. But when I got inside, I saw something that made me forget about everything else. It was the same man who had talked to the driver, but he looked different somehow. He had medium brown hair, a slim build and loose clothes, nothing remarkable. But what caught my eye were his eyes. They were dark brown, but they had a glassy look like he was on drugs or something. He stared at me, and I felt a chill run down my spine. He didn't say anything, he just moved around the room like he was looking for something. But his movements were so weird, so unnatural. He seemed to be going forward and backwards simultaneously. His arms behind his body, his legs bending at odd angles. He looked like a puppet or a glitch in a video game. I couldn't take my eyes off him, but I didn't want to look him in the eyes either. I had a strange feeling, like I was witnessing something I shouldn't. Something dark, something evil. It was not fear exactly, but more like dread. A sense of impending doom. I'd felt something similar before when I saw someone die in a horrible accident. It was like my brain was trying to protect me from the trauma by shutting down some parts of itself. He kept looking at me as if he knew what I was feeling. He didn't speak and no one else seemed to notice him. He just walked around the house like he owned the place. Then he stopped at the door and turned to look at me one last time. He was pale, white, and his eyes were even more glassy than before. He smiled, and I felt a surge of nausea. He left and I tried to convince myself that it was nothing, that he was just a random guy who was high or drunk. But I couldn't shake off the feeling that he was something else, something that didn't belong in this world, something that wanted to hurt me. I left the house as soon as possible and walked home alone. I didn't care about the distance, cold, or the dark. I just wanted to get away from that place and that man. I never told anyone what I saw and never returned to that friend's house. I don't know what he was or what he wanted, but I know he was not human. I forgot about the whole thing while outside. It was freezing and I was walking in the snow, feeling sleepy and tired, until I saw him again near a closed travel agency building. He was ahead of me, leaning against the glass walls. He didn't notice me at first, but I knew it was him. I switched sides on the sidewalk to get some distance and, with one eye, looked over in his direction. He noticed me halfway and smiled. I couldn't see his face clearly because of the snow and distance. But I noticed his mouth was red, like he'd been eating something. I picked up the pace, worrying that he might follow. But he stood his ground, and shortly after, we were out of range. I tend to smoke a lot. I had this irrational fear when I got home and lit up a cigarette with my window open. That someone might come in. And I was thinking of him specifically though I live in an apartment on the 15th floor. Nothing happened, of course, and I went to sleep. To this hour, as I'm writing this, I remember vividly the same feeling I had when I encountered this man, and I can't shake it. Somehow I get a mental image and visualise this man as I did back then. Somehow not human, and yet human enough not to be afraid in the way I would be of the deep supernatural only one word comes to my mind when I think of him. A sort of vampire. Though strangely enough, it's not from any book of fiction or myth I know of. But I keep sensing him like that. I don't understand why. I could tell myself that this was nothing out of the ordinary. But the experience and the feelings I went through were anything but ordinary. I have to remember that I can ignore them and subconsciously I give them credence. I'm sure now, more than ever, that this was not a human. I sensed he wasn't human from the first moment. Has anyone else had a similar experience? I just think, if he was a vampire, I wonder why he didn't attack him on the way home. Yeah. And it's like he he's waiting... I mean, I don't know how old the person is, but maybe he's waiting for the right time. Yeah. To turn him, yeah, into a vampire. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't really have any, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Do you know, it kind of, because I got to thinking then, after this story, about the Twilight movies. Now, the Twilight movies are great. Have you ever watched them all? No, I've never watched them. You've never watched I any of them. I don't. I don't really like vampires that much, innit? Like, one of the only time I think of vampires is like them weird, like wolf films and that. Right. They're weird. Okay. Well, it's. I love Twilight. It's brilliant. And when it came out, well, I read the books The films are for weirdos. What, Twilight? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I reenacted. And vampire Pop. Diaries and that. Oh, yeah. I love it, all that, especially when I was younger. I was like, please come take me. <laughs> but a vampire. They're so you know? cringy and cheesy. You watch them back now and you realise how cheesy it was. Well, is. yeah. I haven't watched them for ages, to be honest. But also. They're really bad, like in a sense that Edward, towards Bella, he's really controlling, like really controlling as a person, and it was all quite acceptable. All the all the ladies were like, and possibly the men were like, oh yeah, Edward, and I was too because it was it was <laughs> so right, but it was also just so wrong, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I never watched him. I keep, you know, yeah. <laughs> Because it was like these teenage, a lot of, you know, young adults would have read these books, even though I was like in my 30s. And it was just making it acceptable for for somebody to be really controlling over somebody and their behaviour and telling them what they should do and that sort of thing, which is just wrong. Yeah. Yes. Right, are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. Greetings. I'm writing from Lima, Peru, and I hope you'll forgive my imperfect English. I'm 18 years old and have been fascinated by a local legend I heard some time ago. It's about a woman who haunts the streets of Barranco, a famous district in my city. She's known as the Vampire Lady of Barranco, or the Witch of Barranco. The legend says that she made a deal with the devil to gain eternal life. But she had to pay a terrible price. The blood of young men. She only appears every 20 years or so for a brief period and then vanishes again. She lures young men who are attracted to her because she seems to be a beautiful lady of 18 to 25 years old dressed in black from head to toe. But if they look into her eyes, they'll see her true form. A hideous, ancient woman with worms in her teeth, a black and rotten tongue, dry and sunken eyes, and other horrors. And that will be the last thing they ever see. Lately, there have been some mysterious deaths in the district. Several men have been found on the beaches with their throats slashed from ear to ear and their bodies pale as ghosts, drained of blood. I was curious about this and did some research at the Central Library. I discovered that this had happened before many times. 20 years ago, 60 years ago, 80 years ago, 120 years ago. Always the same, men with no blood. All of them were between Barranco and Trilos, the neighbouring district. But I never thought that I would meet her. I was strolling with my friends near the plaza of Barranco on our way to Larkamar, a shopping centre in Miraflores. Out of the crowd, a woman caught my eye. And this was not easy considering that Barranco was a bohemian district full of eccentric people who dressed and acted strangely, trying to intimidate the foreigners. She was clad in black from head to toe. Her makeup was also black, contrasting with her pale skin. She walked past me and I felt a chill as I tried to glimpse her face. She sensed my curiosity and turned away. I only saw her black lips and dark eyes framed by her long hair that looked like a shroud. She was alone and I wondered if she was a goth or something like that. Hours later, as I returned home with my friends, I saw her again. This time she was flirting with a man. But the thing is, I read the news today and they found a corpse. It was him. there is actually a legend of a vampire in Baraka. Baraco, Whatever it was. Sorry, I got the name of i the... I forgot the name of the village now. But when I researched it, there is a legend in that town. But I also came across another vampire legend in Peru, which is meant to be a British vampire. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. So there was a British woman, and she was in Peru, and she died... I think she did die of something like natural causes, but in the like history- in in the folklore she they killed her for being a witch, and they buried her and apparently she cursed them and said that in eighty years' time she will rise from the grave to take her revenge mm. so in the year eighty years um so nineteen ninety three <laughs> if my maths is right because it they she was buried in nineteen thirteen um they all like camped out in Peru, not all, obviously. But loads of them camped out just in case she arose from the grave. Yeah. But she didn't, unfortunately. She's trying to scare him, like. Yeah, she just winded him up. She'll come out another time. But coincidentally, there was a massive earthquake in Peru in two thousand and seven and hers was the only grave that survived the earthquake. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure that vampires can make earthquakes, though. No, no, I think it's more about that all of the other graves were like destroyed and disturbed, and hers was the only one left untouched by the earthquake. Yeah. I just call that luck to be honest. <laughs> Where is your imagination gone again, though? I don't you like know? vampires. Okay, all right, so we've had <laughs> enough of vampires. <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll catch up here again soon.